Good morning, my beautiful friends. It's Nina Young here, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm having one of those weeks where I've just gone past annoyance and on past stress, and I've moved right into a delirium, like a really silly, ridiculous delirium. Do you ever get to that point where you just find yourself laughing? Because if you don't laugh, Maybe you'll cry or you feel frazzled and angry and that laughter is actually a form of resilience. And today we're going to talk about some other mind hacks that you can use to build resilience during this rough time. Resilience is a buzzword that's been pretty popular recently. We often use it when we're talking about kids because learning resilience is an important part of our emotional development. It helps kids bounce back from mistakes or failures and keep going. But that learning shouldn't stop when we're kids. We all have room to work on resilience at any age, whatever age you are. Psychologist Bryony Leo wrote a really great piece on this for bodyandsoul.com.au recently and I wanted to share her amazing hacks with you guys because I found them really helpful. We need resilience more than ever right now. Things are tough and they may get tougher for me, they may get tougher for you. You might find yourself out of a job or unwell or looking after someone else who's sick or even just struggling under the stress and loneliness of isolation and it's, it's hard, you guys. But I got to tell you, giving up? That's not an option because I need each and every single one of you along on this ride with me. Okay, got it? Deal? Good. Let's look at Bryony's tips together. First, Bryony suggests that you should have a growth mindset. She says when we take a growth mindset, we can look at setbacks and challenges as learning experiences. She gives the example of, say you went to the supermarket and you bought Tim Tams and on the way home, you ate the entire thing. It's not really useful for you to beat yourself up about that afterwards. Instead, if you take a growth mindset, you can consider what you've learned from that situation, like don't go shopping when you're hungry or don't buy Tim Tams because you're going to eat them all. And you can modify your behavior for next time so you can have lunch before you go shopping or buy less chocolate or buy something else that's nice for you that you don't feel quite so bad about afterwards. A growth mindset will be useful for everyone in the next few months as we adjust to life returning to a new normal. There's going to be a lot of change and new things, which is going to bring stress and adjustment. Being able to shift ourselves from blame and recrimination to a more generous, what might I do differently next time, is going to make these adjustments a lot more bearable. A big part of resilience is the ability to recognize that we are in charge of our own happiness and we're in charge of our own reactions to things. So the more we can make sure we're focusing on learning rather than blaming, the better off we'll be. The second mind hack Bryony recommends is radical acceptance. She says this is another great tool that helps us to foster resilience. Radical acceptance encourages us to accept reality as it is whatever life has thrown at us. A lot of the time we get caught up with wondering, talking, complaining, discussing, trying to figure out why something has happened or blaming ourselves or blaming other people for things that have happened. And that's a normal human response. And we do need to process things and try to figure out why they've happened, sure. But the issue is that many of us become stuck on this and it can obscure what is really important, which is how we deal with something. If we can practice radical acceptance, it means that we can put aside all of our whys and our what ifs and instead focus all of our energy on figuring out how to deal with it. 
Radical acceptance is used a lot in chronic disease management where people who are living with a disease are encouraged to accept the condition and focus on what they can control, what actions they can take to improve the quality of their lives and make their day-to-day life as rich and fulfilling as possible. And that's it, guys. That's two simple ways to shift your mind into a more resilient and useful way of approaching the world. I'm seriously loving bodyandsoul.com that I use isolation and mental health content at the moment, so be sure to check it out. And if you happen to find any useful articles that help you out, send them over to the Healthiest Australia Facebook group and share it so you can help other people out as well. That's all from me today. I do have a quote for you as always. This one's from Elizabeth Edwards and it says, Resilience is accepting your new reality. Even if it's less good than the one you had before, you can fight it, you can do nothing but scream about what you've lost, or you can accept that and try to put together something that's good. See you tomorrow. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component oh, of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.